Mom, for, you know what? Call into the pod. We're going to have a battle this morning. I'm about to battle my mom on the pod this morning. Because she's been talking spicy for too long. It's time to put this to bed today. Hey. You used to pee in the bed. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> the battle's over. <laughs> why, you, why, you had to, why you had to go there immediately? The battle is over, lady. What? Dirty diapers. I clean those. <laughs> Yo, smack. Run that back. <laughs> Are we rolling? I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. Deville. I hella watched uh, Money Talks the other day. <laughs> like I had never seen it before and laughed like I'd never seen it before, too. <clears throat> this episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta, where if you think the pizza is good, try hands down the best wings in the valley. Nobody, and I mean nobody, does wings like NWP. Order online right now for takeout or delivery. Today's podcast is powered by Uplifters, black-owned domino company powered by our good brother, John Nell, who does collabs with community leaders in order to further our economic independency as black folks. Um, tap in with Uplifters and Grand National for their domino one-of-a-kind special collab out and available now. Today's podcast is powered by The Reef Studios. Black-owned studio in the heart of downtown Oakland, run by myself, OG Jaron, Brian Simmons, Lucas, and Alicia. Creative team that is here to house all your needs from multi-tracking, podcasting, audiobooks, voiceover, you name it, pre-production, we can do it. Follow the Reef Studios on Instagram right now and DM serious inquiries only to book your time and do it fast because slots are filling up and getting booked out for weeks at a time now. Last but not least, today's podcast is powered by Let's Bubble Productions, production and film company powered by ours truly, co-host, producer of the show, Lex Bub. Tap in for all your film and storytelling needs, man. And no one does it quite like he does. Right? Right? I get that right? Yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> I got a cold cross. Hey. I got a, I got a hot take about that, too. The cold cross. I think... Nah, you might not feel me, son. I don't, I don't know where your head been at. Maybe. All I know is that money got no notes. <laughs> <laughs> Tore up a long time ago. <laughs> Freestyle thing. Freestyle. Oh, man. It's the Meet the Break Podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG. Lex B-U-B. Happy Sunday, fellas. Episode 146. Holy smokes. 146? Yes, man. 143? You missed 143? You, you, you wouldn't text 143. Would you love nobody today? Nah, for real. Would you text 143? Hell no. Nah. Yeah, I just would. found out about that. What's name did that When Reggie did it? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. But wait. Do niggas really be lying? Because everybody swore they knew that that was what that was already. I had no idea. Nah, I think that's like the whitest thing you could possibly do. Like I, that, and it was just crazy because I went to a school, so that didn't even come up once. One four three is like wait what? Like Lex, did you know what that was yeah. before the song? Yeah. So it was a thing for real. I'm older. I got. Is that I'm a pager? I was about to say, is that like a BlackBerry? Thing oh, like, it was a pager, yeah. an actual yeah. pager. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got and it. so it was like the code one four three. One four three nine one one. 
I never I just, got the one four three nine one one. I love you, nigga. I'm dying. Need that love now. Bring that love now. What's that special? <laughs> oh man! Uh, shout out to everybody tapping in via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Simplecast, Castbox FM, um, and our YouTube viewership. Holy smokes, man! Um, shout out to the new, our new subscribers. Uh, we're averaging about, eh, two, three a day, maybe. It's not, which is isn't bad. Not complaining at all. However, get those up. We need to get to a thousand, man. If we get to a thousand, the sky's sort of the limit in terms of the activations and and sort of um, interactions we can do via YouTube in terms of like real time. We can make this more of a real time experience. If y'all get us to a thousand subscribers, so spread the word, put a friend on. Let's challenge the listeners to put, I don't know, put two, three friends on a pod this week. Y'all already do a really good job. Like the people who tap in every week are really good about putting people on. Um, I have to send a very, very, very special shout out to my girl special, um, who was on a few weeks ago and y'all know how I feel about her, but you know, you know, when you go, you know your people fuck with you for real because they know what you like. I want to say it was maybe 11.30 last night. She hit me. She was like, I know you probably already seen it already, but here you go. She sent me the Patrice O'Neill documentary, uh, uh, Killing is Easy. Whoo. Stayed up. Definitely stayed up and watched that. Um, as far as com- comedy is just such one of those things that's near and dear to me. Um and especially Patrice, what he meant, his style of his style of storytelling and just his like he was just rogue. Like he ain't played by no rules. And he was everyone's favorite comic. So if you're Bill Burr's favorite comic, if you're Kevin Hart's favorite comic, if you're you know, if if all if all of those people kinda go it's not Ooh. hard to be Kevin Hart's favorite comic. Okay. <laughs> see, 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 it wasn't just me. It was just me now. Now, now you, now you, now you, now what? Now that's what we doing. You left me hanging nah, the whole Kevin man, Hart run. But you know he be Hollywood with it, man. He, he love everybody. He love but, all the comics. Well, the one every, thing co- every comic is amazing. Lex. The one thing I do give Kevin is Patrice O'Neal did live with him for a while. Yeah. And he said he caught him jerking, jerking off. Jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So chat, please, please, if you have not seen it yet, um, check out the the Killing Is Easy documentary. On YouTube, um, about Patrice O'Neill, just one of the one of the great contributors to art and storytelling that we that 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 we've ever known. Um, that just died way too soon. And it's another, you know, another another uh, another tale in. What did he die from? Was it uh, cancer? No, 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 no. It wasn't cancer. No, it was no. uh, he so diabetes. Right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, complications from. Diabetes. diabetes. Um, and so that's what I was getting to is like another tale into like black folks' health um, and, and our awareness. Uh, I myself am on a, on, a, on a unique health journey that I had no intentions of coming in here and fucking talking about. That's <laughs> really crazy. But you get it here first, folks. <laughs> no, like, what am I, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, but, but that is part of the reason you don't do it because. It's something about putting things out in the universe and then manifesting or them showing up. And so when you, for at least maybe it don't work like this for everybody, but how it works for me, the second I start putting stuff out, it just start happening. It starts happening. It starts happening. And 
And not in a like whimsical way, but your folks start, you know, the people you fuck with start holding you accountable. So I see pull up on Reeg or I call Reeg and Reeg would be out of breath, this nigga running the lake. Like, man, get off my phone. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I'll call Morg. He like, hey, bitch ass nigga, you don't got your Apple Watch yet so I can get on your... I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk to you either. Call Raj, he like, oh, you a sucker, nigga. You don't have your Apple Watch so I can't clown you. And I'm like, oh, all my niggas is on their head. This nigga, the pandemic started and his his weight he closed the weight room only to go work out in the parking garage what a fucking sicko like what and then proceeded and then proceeded to order every piece of gear he needed to have his own personal gym in his living room i was like i'm done with l i'm done i was planning just in case there was an extension and we wouldn't become <laughs> you know gyms gyms are sustainable so just in case you know you had to be but what who who immediately goes to prison workouts though like immediately Goes to like, oh, we don't, no gym? Oh, it's okay. I'll go lift some cars. Nigga, look here. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta relax. Let me find this nigga. Nah, because, everybody's because, phone books. Not nah, because like your physical health tunes into like your mental health and Come on. your spiritual health. Come and like on. all that stuff is like, it, it, it's tethered in with each other. So like it, learning like, uh, cause I had some like health complications myself. Yeah. Uh, from just like my um, consumption of food, so yeah. like the type of stuff that I was the eating. The type of stuff. Because I was um, like I was like I've been on a health kick since like playing sports in college, where mm-hmm. like they take out like all the processed shit that you were known to be eating when you were a kid. Which for some fucking reason, while you're a kid, eating like all the processed shit, it didn't factor in too much to like how my play was. Yeah. Like I didn't. It didn't make me more tired or anything like that. But, like, over time, if you do that to your body with the long hours that you're working yeah. um, and the, the constant um, asking of yourself to be at full full capacity um, at all times, like, that's when you had to, um, had to make some adjustments. And later on, uh, when I wasn't playing anymore, um, I got – I started doing, like, little tricks and trying to figure out different ways to – you know, uh, like tweak my body in a certain type of way. So like I was trying to, it's just like think competitive things that you do with your brain or whatever. Yeah. But I started thinking of like ways to like bulk up like crazy. Like when Kobe came back from that one off season and, and he was, was like, like fucking huge. 25 pounds of yeah, muscle. Like, so yeah. I, so I was setting like weird goals. So I was like, I'm going to get the 250, but it's going to be all fucking muscle. Yeah. You know, but like the only way to do that was I had to increase the amount of food I was intaking. Mm-hmm. But with that, I also started doing like a shit ton of red meat. Yeah. And when I, uh, when I did that, um, I was good with the red meat when I was out in San Francisco in the back of San Francisco because our market that we had back there, um, the cuts were different. Yep. Uh, but when I moved to uh, El Cerrito uh, to like a different, I was take, took over another property over there. But um, moved to El Cerrito and now I'm so going I'm to like Lucky's or whatever. I'm getting like the the same, I'm still doing the exact same regimen as far as food goes yeah. and workout goes, but my my health is deteriorating mm. and I started developing some type of ailments and stuff like that, like uh, sleep apnea mm. and like random things. Like I would, lo- I would uh, stop breathing when I was asleep and I only learned this from like people that would be there. You know what I mean? Like they like, bro, you like you scared the fuck out of me. And like, I was, I was thinking that was, and I was developing crazy anxiety because yeah. the shit that I was going through. So like, it was just a whole bunch of things that was happening at the same time. Yeah. And I had this little conversation with Poe one time. And he was like, bro, like you, you didn't do anything about like what did you eat? And I'm like, I had to, I had to uh, 
at the something I had something for breakfast, but I had like this steak and potato stuff for lunch. <laughs> and then I had like this uh this burrito mix that I had or whatever for like the for like the um dinner or whatever and this was like my daily shit. Yeah. And it was like you want to cut some of that out? I'm like, I right, bet. So I just went cold fucking turkey. Did a um, cleanse. Did a cleanse. Do it. Did a liquid cleanse, and then put it back onto. Um, uh, then I just cut out all the red meat or whatever, and then slowly but surely, like my no longer had sleep apnea. Uh, not no longer had like these weird like anxious moments. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was just crazy like how things were coming back like. And then since that happened, I just turned it all the way fucking up. Like yeah. there was no, there was no looking back. Now I have so much like possession over every single part of what goes in me. Yeah. Um, how I how I do things, like it, it how what what causes strength, what doesn't, what helps me sleep, all that stuff. Like I just continue to pile on with more information on like what yeah. that what that does, like what what's what's needed. For me in particular, that's nothing to learn too. <clears throat> is that everybody's body type is different. Everybody's um, uh, response to food is different. different yeah. uh, so you have to know. You can go to like a doctor or go to somebody or whatever, or you can just listen to your body. Huh. You know, and like mine was just trial and error, listening to yeah. my body. You know, so like it was a. But everybody, my my regimen is not good for like everybody you know what i'm saying like mine is kind of sicko but also that's not like uh it's i wouldn't recommend it you know what i'm saying like i wouldn't recommend going through that whole trial and error to get to like knowing your specific one but it's up to you no i i love that you that you spoke about the correlation between uh physical exercise and, and mental health um that is something for me specifically that is that is a variable that is un like absolutely undeniable um, there is that fight when you get up and you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this. Then there's that immediate release of like, oh man, I feel a million times better mentally um, than I did just a few minutes ago upon waking up. And you one would think that would be enough to sort of go, all right, we'll bet. Um, but it has, it. I know for me, for for hoop, like literally my entire life was dedicated to hoop. So it's one thing to play the game. It's a whole other thing to have practice, to have weights, to have film, individuals, like all this other shit that that event that the your diet is sort of dictated by that. So the shit just go like one day just went away. Like it was like hoop was over one day. And it was so there was a whole bunch of time in a day and then it was still like the same food intake. Without without a without a fraction of the same physical activity, and all the homies who didn't play collegiate sports was like were like workout addicts. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how, you niggas don't even have a game this weekend. Like, how are you working <laughs> out so hard? I'd be so confused. And it was like, it's like, nah, man, we going to the club though. Gonna look good. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have that at all. Just like <laughs> the the part of you that just want, wants to work out to look good, but when you see our elders and, you know, just the stuff that just, just simple geography has us in proximity to the worst produce, um, the most processed foods and the stuff that is 100% um, tethered to cancer, diabetes, hypertension, fucking lupus all these all these things that are that are rampant in the black community and we saw it location 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 you know and we saw it clear as day per covid um 
and having you know having these these high hopes and aspirations and dreams of being not just and, and, and again not just being not just being the dad that's there but like the dad that's just fucking super active the husband that's super active is like dog like you have to put your health and put an emphasis on that and so another part of the part of the brotherhood that I'm so grateful for so I talked we talked about L but he mentioned Poe Poe's sort of dedication and going hey fam you need a juicer you need to clean you need you know like just the, just this little bit of information and it's so beautiful how um that revolving door of just accountability is right and it, and and let, let when Lex got on his shit Lex was Lex showed up one day and I was like fam are you hungry cuz it was just like <laughs> it was like where did you go and it, and I remember that sort of being the the jump start for and I told you that too that being a jump start for me and going damn and then seeing how much weight and how tip top like great shape more got into freak is always really good about his health um uh reg Kev and what him, Nana, and Court have been on with their, you know, their their workouts. Like, like Kev will leave the radio show at 10 and be like, all right, bro, I'm about to go hit this. I'm like, God damn, like a whole days. And so it's hard to be around that many people that are working as hard, if not harder than you are, and still making time for their health. And so I, I think that, so when I said I'm poking fun at the journey, but also, I do I do admire how the pod just sort of brings shit out of you that you had no intention of talking about publicly. So now it's gonna be like, hey man, you ever think about this? You ever think about that? And I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. But it, uh, now, but, I, I know what Monty was trying to do. I, I know what? I know why he wasn't trying to bring it up yet. What? Because he was trying to pop out like Big Sean. <laughs> Busted. Busted. You trying to do this? Just one day go from having hella layers on, and this nigga don't have no shirt on at all, yeah, ever you, on you, the pod with no shirt like this. This is the break podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep playing with me. I know. L. I know. L. I know. Keep playing with me. I know. I get it. Let 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 fifty fall off. I'm doing every episode, nigga. No sh- like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nigga, got to switch his how he sit when he look when he nigga no. Sh- <laughs> yeah, no, that's natural. Don't just worry sit, about it. Just sitting like that. <laughs> oh, sitting like that, posing is sick. Oh, oh man. man. Oh man. But shout out, like I said, shout out to everybody tuning in. That you that we seriously um, challenging our our you know our our listenership and everybody that's rocking with us to put some people on this week. Even even us, we go. Directly, I'm gonna directly download that shit on people's phone. I'm gonna subscribe and hit the notifications from people's phone. We out in traffic uh, this week, so um, looking forward to the continued growth, the continued success of everybody um, in and around us. Lex Bub, are we we ready for the announcement yet or not? No, not yet. I'm gonna keep asking every week, so so <laughs> we so we know we got we got something coming. Um, we is that good? Are we good on housekeeping stuff? Did, did anybody? Who had whoever hasn't ordered Domino's yet? Uh, the Grand National Uplifters collab is out. Um, the price. Okay, let's do this. Let's do that. So retail, Gucci, Supreme, Off White, you you name it. Like there's all these there's all of these um, high priced. Retail entities, um, some of quality, some of not, some hype beast, some not, some shits just just awesome. 
it's just a really awesome experience and you got to pay for that and so when we were we're in beta we're trying to figure out and develop and, and design the dominoes and we take it get the we get the prototype and taking them around and letting people feel them and like oh man these are dope man i gotta get me some of these when they drop and then it's like yeah they're gonna they're gonna be 200 what 200 for some punk ass dumb like like immediately and what i was trying to explain um to a family friend because it's like you're not offended by that it's like nah, i'm not you can't be offended because you gotta look you gotta consider the source consider who it's coming from all these all these folks lives they've been told that they're not of value that they don't deserve that right so they can justify paying that for something or someone that they don't know, but they're for damn sure not about to pay that for somebody that they do know, that they for damn sure don't think should value themselves as highly as that, that, that because they don't value themselves like that. It's like, it's not personal. It's no, there's no way that could be personal. And I really, I really wanted to, um, I really wanted to showcase that. Um, I had a I had a really dope conversation with my dad. He's been staying with us. Out the pops, man. That nigga's kicking ass right now. Um, he's just sure. doing the work. Um, but uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, he came out of the bathroom. He's like, "Hey, what's that on the mirror? Is that like a a reminder or something?" I was like, "Technically, yeah, a mantra is, is a reminder, if you will, uh, a changing of of culture internally." Um, and it was just like on the on the mirrors, uh, money flows to me easily and freely. And instead of, oh, I'm broke, I'm terrible with money, and like these these negative affirmations and like negative reinforcement that you just sort of adapt and don't even realize what the language is doing. It's like, nah, man, let's let's do be- let's do better. So even. Even even my inter, even interactions with my niece, right? The part of the love language, my my dad's side of the family, not even my dad's side of the family, my my dad and my stepmom and all them, like they're part of their love language is to call each other fat. It's like, um, yeah, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> and so my niece, who's a fucking baby, like, hey little fat girl, and it's like, uh, nah, let's not, let's not, let's not. I know it's I know and and it may be like, oh, you being too sensitive, maybe nah, fam. It's like we can we can change so much just by our language, um, just by the things that we choose to put out there. Um, and and I, you know, I gotta just kind of run the risk of being, you know, being laughed at and poked fun at it. And 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 I know I used to have trouble with that when I was a kid, but it's like niggas is gonna make fun of you regardless. So I'm about to full cat and just have the time of my life because I truly enjoy just being silly and, and, and making light of things. And, uh, we've been working on, I was telling Lex before he got, telling Lex and L, um, how dope it's been to study, um, and specifically study Sly and the Family Stone, Funkadelic, like funk music as it pertains to the Bay Area and how it eventually impacted the mob music scene. So Tone Capone, Mike Mosley, Aunt Banks, these producers that are at the core of a particular sound, shout out to Daz Dillinger, Warren G, Dr. Dre, like at the core of West Coast funk, rap music that was rooted in funk. And 
as you're reverse engineering it, um, what you hear is just fun, right? Because you don't really get that if Daz isn't willing to be a cat on them records. You know, when he does the bridge, you find a nigga like me who's strong. Like, it, it, it's, you know he was in there like, hey, Daz, do that shit, nigga. And, he, and he, you got to get in the character and really have fun with it. And I'm like, damn, this is so dope. And that's recording with Kev and Deuce and Jane. They all do a really good job of just just poking fun at themselves. And uh, shout out to Bosco with the electro spit, the wireless talk box. Like, niggas have had that in the studio. So now now it's like real full cap mode. You you Because you can say anything through the talk box. And it <laughs> and it's so funny. It sounds so tight. Um, and so I just want to, I, I like... Not even encouraged, because that it's gonna come off probably as preachy, but what I what I have sought out for myself is to always sort of lead with just being happy <laughs> to be in 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 our studio recording our podcast with the with the equipment that that we were able to pay for because of somebody investing in us that just so happens to be uh, mentor, big brother, friend, and then L being like, my nigga, what we need. Lex being like, yo, what we need. We got everything we've needed, bro. So it really, I, d- I did that early. Uh, there's this weird sort of artist emo where you 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 over you you overthinking and you and you mad deep and you like no one understands me. Nigga, shut up, bro. You fucking rapid for crying out loud, nigga. <laughs> no, of course no one understands you because they at work, bro. And you in you at home rapping in your room. You nigga, like, how bad could life be, right? You know, and just just grateful more than anything, but leading with that, especially in cre- in a creative sense, in a storytelling sense. And granted, shit is fucked up. The, the week this week was hell in terms of what is happening on the ground in the bay, the town specifically. We'll talk about that. Um, but the spaces that will remain safe, inviting, encouraging, and light is when we get to do shit like this here, man. So uh, gratitude, gratitude is the is the word for you know for for so much, but specifically. The show, bro, because so I, I get to hear my mom, when my mom, like being in public with my mom and her, her sales pitch for the pod is, it's my therapy. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, lady, you got to chill. You can't be telling folks that, like the expectation, but that's, she means that shit. Yeah. You know? Um, and I've heard so many people get to say that. Um, but I do also want to encourage people to go get actual therapy too. Uh, that is a thing. I got the, the, another another really dope experience with my dad. It's like, hey man, he's he 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 just said it sort of tongue in cheek. G, he goes, I want a black therapist. I was like, uh, I so happen to have the directory for that. It's like, what? He's like, well, they're not gonna be where I'm at. It's like, yeah, you can filter it to where you at. I found found him a therapist within a matter of minutes, and he he may be able to have an appointment as soon as this week. Like it's oh. we we have everything we need, bro. Like it's. It's so dope. So I, to to you guys, to Grand Nash, to 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 Brave Area, to the Smart Bomb homies, to you you name it. I want to. I just want to thank thank everybody for being a part of some shit where you don't ever feel like you 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 going without. Um, so it makes it hard to sort of muster up these emo dark ass feelings and and somber ass songs, nigga. I, so all these songs about to be full cat. So back to the uh, the notion of being able to take this shirt off. 
Oh, it's a pod coming with the shirt off for show, for show. I'm mad. Three hours on the couch. Just nothing. <laughs> just no shirt. One point in time, this nigga Mario gonna be curling. Ugh, you know, I'm mad. Got to work on yourself there. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? It's Meet the Brave Podcast. I'm Money Draper. <laughs> hey, walking through gun, my man. You heard me. Um, talk about it, bros. Uh, crazy week. Where, where we want to go for you? What you got? What's my bag? Real quick. Yes, sir. And uh, R.I.P. Asco, best drive. Um, artists out of Richmond. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's crazy because, like, the first time I met him was I was with O.P. And he was like, oh, I'm going to pull up on Esco. I didn't even know him. Yeah. And first time, man, bro, bro was just so cool. Amazing. Amazing. So inviting. Like, and then the next time I met him was at Seth's studio. Yeah. And this is like, I only been around him one other time. It had been months in between. Yeah. And he still was like, oh, what's up with you, bro? You was with OP every, that one day. Every time. And so, like, you know, those were just like two interactions that really just stuck in my head. So, yeah. yeah. Esco, um, I believe the first time I, the first time and the only times I would ever run in Esco was at Frank's. Him and Frank had this. Frank and Esco have the type of chemistry that you can't fake in the studio. For whatever reason, Esco would give Frank this. Frank already has superpowers. I mean, Frank's the first producer, the first person I've ever seen make a beat from absolute scratch. Like he sat at the keyboard and just start playing the keys. He programmed the drums, rapped, mixed it, and it was like, all right, bro. The first person I ever seen do that. So Frank, to me, Frank, aka Frank, has superpowers already. But for whatever reason, when he and Esco were in the studio together, Frank would make the hardest beat, make the most ridiculous hook, and Esco would slide on that motherfucker like no other. And I got to witness that a few times. And similar to you, I didn't know him very well. But every time I seen, bro, I mean every time. The the most the most insane energy, as so as far as positive, like he just he was just cool like cool and I and I know niggas say that when people die just because it's the right thing to say. Nah, uh-huh. Esco is a different type of special, and he did and and from what I saw the outpouring of love, he was like that with everyone. So he just had that thing about him that sort of made you feel like damn, bro, bro really fuck with me, you know? <laughs> it's just it's so so amazing. So. um yeah, man, I, I, that one, that one stung, that one stung just because of how much he meant to so many people that mean the world to me, uh, mainly Frank. Um, so, uh, Esco, rest, rest in, rest in power, bro. Um, thank you for your contribution, um, and and what you you know what you meant to the creative community, what you meant to so many. I think is 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 really what I was taking from that and and also not to you know uh RP to to Ruben Lewis school um tragically taken from from earth and what's so Oak what Oakland and Richmond G I think when I was younger no I not not I think I know when I was younger I just assumed it was a word they were worlds apart and that yeah, granted, Oakland was bigger, but I always thought Richmond was big. It wasn't until I got to college that I was like, you had to pull the population on your city. And I'm like, yeah, man, we probably got a few million. What do we, nigga, Richmond got 100,000 people. Stop playing. 
<laughs> I said, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Stop playing, buddy. Um, but with and then and then so you go. There's you so many breakups over there though, because you got like, um, well, it goes from like El Cerrito to down to uh, El Cerrito like Panol. Yeah, you know, so it 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 it, it does is, give is, it. Is all that accumulated together? Or no, 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 no. Just just Richmond, so, yeah. just Richmond. Um, but you're right though, because it's El Cerrito all the way to, to even Rodeo. Rodeo realistically, yeah, Rodeo. you kind of you kind of group all those together, and I think that's what my younger brain was doing. But whenever I came to Oakland. It's like, damn, it's hella people here. And in Oakland, it was, what, half a million or whatever, give or take? Yeah, there's like You know? So, but when you consider how many of those folks are actually black, it narrows down significantly in terms of the numbers. And so you could, the degrees of separation as far as, like, either knowing somebody or, or fucking around and be related to someone, right? So we find out about Scoob's untimely death, uh... Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, the only to wake up Thursday and to see all of my OGs from school posting and going, wait a minute, because it because initially I thought it was another school, but I and then like and, and that that's always sucks when you're like, oh my god, and you find out that it isn't, you like you relieve, but you're also sad because the circumstances are so heartbreaking, only to be hurt again and go, wait, that that's who that was, and again. To mean so much to so many fucking people. Fuck marching and going Black Lives Matter, fam. I'm not. I'm not rocking with none of that. We we been you. You already matter to so many people. You've been matter to so many people. And to and to and to and to. You always talk about niggas get credit for what they supposed to do. Nah, fam. We we gonna stop that too because. The narrative is that it ain't it ain't black men out here really really taking care of theirs. Man, school was doing so much for his for his children, and like like so many so many black men of our generation are. Lex is a father. I get to watch him be an awesome dad. Like you and Sid's relationship is is part of my excitement and around being a dad because just how y'all y'all conversations is just funny to me. She's she's so she's so smart, but it's a it's a direct correlation to from Kendra and you and like how y'all interact. And I'm I'm just loving this new wave of parents and how you know that you know that the things that we I mean because we could we could badmouth our parents' tactics and all that shit all we want is nigga you do it then, and so to watch you guys do it and be great at it just means the world. And that's what school was doing being active and and being there you know and and for some of us in the ways that we wish that our parents were able to be there i know in spending this time with my dad um i'm i'm getting i'm getting a lot of the information that i needed just in terms of what empathy is for real and what account again what accountability and ownership is it's like people do the best they can with the best the fuck they got and Based on his sacrifices, my mother's sacrifices, my grandmother's sacrifices, all the cousins, the tribe around us, my nigga, you do the what's best. And so if you if you if all these people made all these sacrifices for you, you gotta be the best version of you. And I'm so fortunate to be to wake up every day and to have an opportunity to get fucking better. And it's partly because I just wasn't exposed overexposed to hella trauma. And so when babies 
tragically lose their father in such a such a such a such a um a heartbreaking way you want you 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 want to be able to go how can I help and and how can I make sure that they know that they're still loved that they're still cared after and it's crippling it's absolutely crippling to to know that that many children were impacted by that loss it's like yeah yeah he's tragically murdered but the lasting impact that that will have on children and and their you know and their regard for their own kind and and how to go forth and how to be, how to simply have faith and believe when somebody who was doing the right thing and just be just be taken away for something so so minor like not not e- like so ridiculous let's just call it what it is um and so my heart goes out to the family my heart goes out to that that particular section of east oakland cuz that that's a family in itself uh, a, a a section that has already been through so much loss and so much tragedy and is and time and time again tried to repair itself and figure out how to go forward and, and heal it just feels like a setback and so I, i'm and i'm sorry don't even feel like enough you know it was it was an an, an impossible week of loss um and we're he, we're here Whatever, whatever it is we can do in, in, in the true sense of the world, not in word, excuse me. And, and that's really what, that's really what we're attempting to build in terms of like tragedy, grief, and, and what that repair work may look like. It's not easy. Um, it's not meant to be tongue in cheek. And it also ain't meant to be leveraged for, for the sake of just saying shit, nigga, you got to show up. Even when you don't know what to say, you got to just show up and be and be there. Um, and so, to the to all the families that experienced loss this week, man, we we are here um, as a as a community, as a as a, as a spirit here, man. I, um, yeah, yeah, man. Definitely, yeah. Uh, it was. It was hard because all of that shit was taking place on Wednesday night, G, mm-hmm. and uh, and Snowfall was premiering, right? And Kev and I, we were what uh, I had a session to do. Shout out to Kev, that's really my brother, because uh, the studio was built as a means to sort of house your creativity, but we hit a pandemic and niggas had to make money and keep the lights on this motherfucker, so you out of nowhere became an audio engineer. I ain't no fucking recording engineer, bro. I never had no aspirations to do that at all, right? But it's keeping the lights on, for fuck's sake, right? So young, a young, super talented artist came in here. Shout out to my brother Isaiah, who brought Isaiah in here to record, but he's green and we, you know, just wanted to learn some things. So we just working through and actually got some some dope takes on him. Shout out to Lil Bro. Um but Kev was like, Nick, I ain't letting you sit in there through that shit by yourself and just kind of came and kicked it. And at the end, was, but like it was late and it was like, nigga, you want to get watch Snowfall? And I'm like, yeah, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> so we watch season season four, episode one, um, R.I.P. to John Singleton. Didn't know what to expect, being honest. Uh, and part of me, part of me was prepared for it to, to have a drop off. I just was. Being honest. 
When I say not only did it not have a drop-off, it was hitting entirely too close to home in terms of what was happening in the field for real um, Wednesday night. Mm. I mean, I mean, too close. And I'm like, oh, shit. But then you settle in and you you go, all right, man, I'm I'm ready. And then you look up and they didn't drop two episodes on that ass first uh, first night. You like, oh shit. So now you you back into what you what you watch it for the cinematography, the writing, the acting. Um, what's bruh's name? Um, that played Stacy on the wood. DeAndre. Uh, damn, DeAndre. Some uh, G. That when you talk about redemption story. You know what I'm talking about from the wood. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, but his the but he always plays. He's played that same character for his whole career, with the exception of uh, Sunset Park. He was the nerd in Sunset Park, though. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, not not Boogie. What was the what was Brad's name? Busy. 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 He was busy in Sunset Park. DeAndre Bounds. DeAndre Bounds. So, I did watch his Vlad interview, and he. He told the most heartbreaking story in terms of in terms of sort of becoming the, those characters in his life, his actual real life going on one. Mm. So, the redemption story of just of just a world class actor, just artist, just artist, straight up and down. This is the first season he's on. No, no, he was in season three. Oh, okay. he's in, he, he they introduced him like halfway through season, season three, three or at the end of season three. Right? Isn't it right at the end? Yeah, I think. Like the last close. few, he just gets introduced as the big homie to to one of the homies. Gotcha. As a, as a means to turn the story up, mm-hmm. uh, halfway through season three. Um, but he he's a he's a pillar in in season four, um, and then other bruh who's his rival is essentially one of the bruhs that got lit on Vine. I can't think of his name. Uh, Manboy. Oh yeah. Manboy's character, uh, but he was in um. He also is in uh what's the uh Oh shit. Brett that made blackish, he got the show with him and uh Rashida Jones that was kind of hella controversial. Oh, uh, Kenya? Kenya Kenya Kenya's Netflix show that was hella controversial. What was that? What was that? Um Black as fuck. Um Man, man the man boy character is in that, but his he is from Oh, is he the cousin in that or something? Yeah, the oh, tall, okay, light skin yeah, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but he came from Vine, IG skits on YouTube, mm-hmm. and landed this role, and is bodying this role, and you know, and part of the conversation still is Idris, uh, brother that plays Franklin, is is uh, is British. Um, Daniel, who plays Fred Hampton, is British. Uh, Idris Elba. We uh we can we can go all day, um. And DeAndre Bounds just makes a really good point in talking about the 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 British black actors' access to theater and the range it it affords them, um. And you see it. You know, they got an acting setup out there for sure. It's like a... no, but so I wasn't just gonna go acting. I just did an interview and people and and part of the question was, yo, when did it change for you? And it was like, yo, when Flo and Battle Laugh took me to Europe. Bruh, I got there 
and the conversations that I was having with college students, artists, and they were talking about the support that they get from their form of government as as creators, the 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 living stipends, the 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 breaks afford essentially, and I'm going. Wait, if you if you are artist in in the states, nigga, you liable to be sleep in the train station, let alone playing in that motherfucker. Like, there isn't any of that set up. I'm going, damn, because we had the conversation in and around Luca and sport and sports, and you go, yo, man, you can't just make everything these blanket race conversations, but it is. Why on earth would arts with the arts? be some of the first things removed from inner city schools. Is is it generating too much independence? Is it generating too much wealth? I'm sorry, bro. We got to look at that. To take, take, take all, to take all the instruments. Think about this to take all the instruments and all the, all the music programs out of inner city schools just for black kids to go, we just gonna take our parents' records, man, and and mash them up together and then rap over them. <laughs> like, you wait. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me? There's nothing you can do to stop expression. Like nothing. Because you thought just taking art programs away was gonna be it. it ain't it? It didn't work. Uh, what's that scene in Your Honor where uh, them niggas is taking the rims down? And you're like, you're, most, more, more, you're, you're 10 times more likely to be shot at a basketball court. But where you get them stats from? I think, I think though, this, is, it's, this more pertains to, like, uh, like, how far capitalism actually goes. Because I think the, yeah, we can, we can say that, the, uh, like, the arts are taken away from schools. But, like, they, it's not even that they, like, in America, it's not even that you even want to have school even be a thing anymore you know what i mean like they're working as hard as possible to take away as many subjects as possible including science like they'd rather take out science and put in religion and just have you like be like faithful to some shit breed breed more breed more sheep exactly so it's, it's 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 geared in order to like allow you to you know fall in line for some of the things that we need to do as far as being workers like we just need you to be a worker yeah be a worker bee Grow up and be a worker bee, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need from you. <laughs> Once you start having these high auto aspirations and shit, yeah. like that, that, that shit's falling on deaf ears around here. What we need yeah. you to do is work for these companies that we are building for y'all. We have it set up for you already. You're going to live in poverty. You're going to live bad. But you're you going to live, live. On, live on the hamster wheel. That, 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 just enough to keep, to keep the machine going. And Yeah, caulk. It's, we talked about caulks. We do. We do. How how easily how easily is dismissed though, and and I, what Snowfall is bodying as a story is the nuance and the detail. I know L L hasn't seen it, so and then it's early, and then I, and then I was so pri- I was so surprised four the season four yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I was so surprised by how few people have actually tapped in. So I'm hella like I'm hella excited about the few people we can talk about it with. Um, but it for those who haven't seen it, Snowfall season four. It's absolutely epic. Uh, you haven't seen the premiere yet, right, Lex? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll save it. But I, 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 I led with that just because of what was all taking place this weekend and around Oakland. Um, Twenty-two murders at this point in the year already. Um, it's turnt. It is. 
Um, so the, but it, but how uh, it's it's hard not to. It's a direct correlation to the to the economy, man. Um, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of it's a lot of PPP money in the streets. Um, it's a lot of guns in the streets right now, just because people were clipping up for the pandemic. Um, but beyond both of those things, mental illness is is rampant and going misdiagnosed and not diagnosed, and and the self medication is, is is happening. Um, and the, and the and the drugs are 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 tainted like a motherfucker. So if you are a user, if you are self medicating, please do your damnedest to um to indulge as safe as possible. And that's funny to say, but uh Professor Carl, um, what is Bre's last name with the dreads that was on the crack documentary? Oh uh, um on a breakfast club. Did you see his Breakfast Club interview? Mm-hmm. I saw parts of it. I didn't see that. Was that not the most frustrating 56 minutes of your life? Yeah, I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw the clips of it. And yeah, that, it, it sounded like they was going to talk about some wild shit. Gee, he he simply said, he, at no point did he indulge, did he in, in, endorse drug usage. He was saying the propaganda that was leveraged to put black folks in prison is a real thing and if you are going to use do it as safe as possible with the purest form of those drugs that you can yeah i saw you was talking about like the the issue being like it it bypassing the source and going directly to like what the product actually is and fighting against like the individuals that was using or selling it kind of saw that he was sim- what he was saying. Plus it was using right, like who was using it. He because so, but he's he's a researcher, so that's how he started. He was like he 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 started using at thirty because he was like I can't research these drugs and and have these takes if I don't know the actual effects of them. Mm-hmm. So he began using, um, and he was the, the the example that he was using was uh, heroin and morphine. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the same thing with two additional biological chroma with with the two excuse me with two additional properties that don't have any biological effect. So technically, they're exactly the same thing. One is just has a medical term and isn't accepted, and the other has been demonized for for the benefits of capitalism. There's no way to dispute that. Mm-hmm. And he's also saying he's like yo. It's like yeah, and yeah, and if you get the purest form of it, you're least le- you're least likely to OD or die in these tragic ass ways, and so. But isn't the problem though that it's it stopped being pure? Like the further the further away from its uh, its source, the less pure it became. So by the time it got to, if it got into a hood or whatever. In order, in order to cut the cost of like how you for, were making it for the were, benefit of capitalism, that's right. the, okay, that's okay, the only that's the only okay. point he was making. So it was it was more of like a insertion of human error than it, it is to like than the, the actual plant itself, right, 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 right. Because right? it's heroin, coke, like they all derive from a fucking plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's what is like the human error element of it, and the and the in the. And the capitalism portion. And that's the conversation he was attempting to have. And it's always frustrating when Charlemagne and Envy try to, try to act like they're not even agenda. They just think they're smarter than they are and they're unwilling. And like they're, they're so, they're so, 
but they are doing radio and it's entertainment. So yeah. it, it might just be more of that. So let me be gracious in that. But it was. But at the same that's time, that's the agenda, though. He sat on Joe Rogan and had the same conversation, and it was it went complete. It was completely different. But it's a three hour conversation, yeah. so it's taken out of context, and everybody took the headline and went, "Yale professor is a heroin addict." And he's like, "Wait, bro, that's not what I said." Yeah. And if you haven't seen that Joe Rogan episode, I'd encourage everybody to go watch it and watch the fucking crack documentary for crying out loud because he explains it in vivid detail how the propaganda of crack alone waged a war on black folks and and is the reason so many black folks are incarcerated today. So it's the only conversation he was trying to have and it's completely been fucking um, hijacked by people's, to L's point, people's agendas. And it's 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 really really disheartening. My bad, Lex. Go ahead. I can't remember what I was gonna say, Shit. but you you probably wrapped it up in there, and that's why it's gone. <laughs> yeah, and people don't understand like how propaganda and like your agenda coincide because they've basically programmed you to think a certain way. Yeah. So they programmed you to think a certain way towards something that you have that you're not knowledgeable of. So I do I do um, commend uh, him as a researcher actually doing the drug in order to know what the effects are before you are talking about it because that's a lot of the the chaos around drugs or whatever like something to know about drugs in particular is that it's it's biological so like it like you have your entire body is made up of of biology so it does drugs aren't going to do to you what it might do to another person depending on like what your in what your setup is on your interior mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot more that goes into drugs than just it's bad for you yeah you know what i mean like yeah. it it why it, it's sometimes it's euphoric for some people yeah. it opens up your mind for other people to be creative it does all kind of things like it gives you free reign to have access to more without having to worry about shit that is like you know, and it's all—it's all. It's, know, all like it's a lot. It's a lot that goes into it. It's all really convenient branding too. He talked about it. He's like, "Yo, just it just depends on what's in and who wants to push the initiative." It's like the 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 wave that mushrooms and psychedelics are having right now is. He's like, "It's unprecedented." Like that shit was demonized too in the in this in the seventies, and now it's like, nah, ayahuasca and like how how freely everybody talks about all these things it's like bro it, it it is solely agenda based and it it's hard to disprove and discount that it's attached to race yeah. and capitalism that's cuz they found out they found out about silicon valley you feel me yeah. what, i think what they oh, be getting into the other thing i remember was also him trying to teach people because it's like when he was like, it's realistic. Some people are just going to do certain drugs. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to tell you, that's what don't mix this with this. Because yep. this, when you mix these two, the chemicals yeah. alone have a certain reaction. Yeah. And that's why you That's OD. the point. That's exactly. that. I'm so glad you said that. Because that's the analogy. He was like, so you guys got kids. The conversations in and around sex is going to come. And it's like, you can say don't have sex, but what are kids going to do? They're good. They're your children. They're going to go have sex. So instead of going, don't have sex. Why not educate them on how to do it as safe as possible? I. He's like, okay. He's like, so it, nobody wants to hear it, but it's just, it's the same with drugs, drug consumption. You can say don't do it, but there's all these different there's all these different exposures and things that are fully beyond your control. And it's like, yo, you just got to be. It's like Mac Miller might still be here. Had he known the damages of fucking fentanyl, 
and and how rampant it was on the market. Like that was a that was a that was a, a like an epidemic essentially. It's like people were getting all kind of bad batches of coke, Molly, and everything that were being cut with fentanyl. <laughs> and because no one was talking about it or educating it, we had it. We had an ex, we had an insane record. Uh, like the overdose annual rate is already through the roof. But that wave of fitting, like right around when Mac died, the amount of people that were dying from uh, from overdoses directly, directly with fentanyl on their system was was crazy. I think he said that uh, uh, it was in ASAP Yams. Uh, to- not no, it wasn't fentanyl. That was in ASAP Yams toxicology report. It was the chemicals that was mixed that caused his uh, his heart failure. And so that's the research he was trying to. He was trying to help. He's like, yo, we with this drug culture, we won't necessarily be able to stop it, but we can educate and inform so people know not to fucking take opioids and drink alcohol. Your heart stops. The likelihood of your the likelihood of your heart stopping when you mix opioids and, and alcohol is like something insane. And so it's like he promised ASAP Yam's mother to educate people on that as opposed to wag, wagging his finger going, don't do that. I don't know. It it made sense to me. Um, I, I I hope more people were learning, and it's definitely not to sit here and induce it, but it is to induce it. it um, endorse, excuse me. It is to endorse um, normalizing conversations that may not agree with your your you know your 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 um your uh core beliefs. But it's 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 core beliefs, but it also is a it's a convenient core belief. Like people's core beliefs shift on convenience, and and like and like. Well, if if you're never gonna do a drug, then obviously you're gonna have like this devilish uh, view towards it. You know what I mean? Like it if you, but if you've interacted with it, then it'll be less likely that that's the case. I would think. Gee, I'm not doing no heroin. I I, just, I hey. No, not yeah, no, no, not yeah. Nobody said go be here. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not no knock on anyone who's a user. I'm not doing it, but I, I appreciated the 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 I appreciated the dialogue and the expertise of someone who does. Also, to your point, I'm biased because my one of my one of one of the one of the uh, capstone is what you have to submit for graduation um, in college, but. Part of the stepping stone to my thesis was uh, Portugal's. Portugal was the first country to completely abolish um, um, drug offense uh, crimes. Like completely, they just did away with you can you could not you could not be cited for a drug offense. And by proxy, they they began opening these like kiosks essentially to get clean new brand new needles for users right and these 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 this, these safe methods of using and they saw crime drop significantly and they saw fucking overdoses drop cut in half mm-hmm. and it's like dog like come on man like so you locking you locking people up who are addicts what sense does that make unless unless you gotta you can benefit from it I don't know. I, Another thing is, even for people who don't do heroin, it's also for people who sip a lot of lean. Yep. Yes. Yes. Some people don't even connect the two, and uh, 
it's like he he says a lot, and I know some people just instantly only connect all the jewels that he's given to people who do like heroin and shit like that. And then that, but then they ignore the fact that like the, there'll be some people who will be like, "Oh, this motherfucker done heroin before," while they're sipping lean, yeah. like judging him when it's it's almost the same shit. It's still opioid, so. That's what I'm saying when I say drugs, though. Like, drugs doesn't have to be, like, nece- necessarily, like, the hardest core drug that you could possibly do. Yeah. But it's it's all, I would say, it's like the umbrella of, like, you just have to understand, like, some of the things that folks tend to go through, some of the things that temp- ten- people tend to be exposed to is different across the board. But if you haven't experienced it, then, of course, you're going to have a certain type of view towards it. Yeah. But it's important to, like anything, uh, be educated on, like, the full scope of it. Yeah. Without, before the opinion. Yeah. Like, what folks do is they jump to the opinion. Facts. And disregard being educated whatsoever on what they're talking about. Hmm. It just sounds good. But then it, it unfortunately has a bunch of people that will jump on board with that because they're part of like that group social atmosphere yeah, you know so it it's it's whoever has the the more voices in in a crew is the ones that are going to be be the ones that are heard for the most part so yeah. i would say that the drug community is a lot smaller than it is for like the the other community i would say as far as like the voices go so yeah. they'll be overshadowed um serious question fellas and i need y'all to really think about this hmm. no 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 Lex, we because we talked about it. Does Meek have any friends? <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, nobody takes me serious. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm absolutely fucking fed up. I'm having a serious moment right now. Does Meek have any friends? Nah, it's, it's a funny question because what I, what my mind immediately went to was, <laughs> would I be Meek's friend? <laughs> <laughs> And that kind of answered my question for me, so that's why I laugh like that. Cause <laughs> wait, so so now now I'm like, where do we want to start? Would you be Meek's friend? Like, fuck fuck the original question. Would you be Meek's friend, G? I can't be Meek's friend. Man. Couldn't be. Okay, I, okay, okay. I thought it was just me. Could you be Wale's friend? I could probably be. I could probably know Wale. You could probably know him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, it wouldn't be like something where me and Wale hang out a lot. Gotcha. But we'll probably be cool on certain circuits. Like, we might be, we might fuck around in the club. So, so does that, but on, once we leave the club, I'm probably like, we're not going the same direction. So, on any level, does that make you feel bad for Ross? Or, no, no, not feel bad for Ross. Does that make you go, damn, Ross is fucking brilliant, man? To, he got the, he got the most out of them in the amount of time that he I think did. Ross look at that situation the same way I just said it like I can I can I can do these songs and I can uh, I can uh, be in his booth and like get the get because you, you're talented yeah but I think off of that it wasn't much like y'all like y'all could hit me and shit like that where you, where you, where you at can I be either one of their friends no 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 we you can go back to you. <laughs> <laughs> we can go back to the original question do I think Meek has any friends? Yeah. I think he do, but the friends that he have, since he's kind of like... They're dependent upon him. Yeah, so yeah. they don't want to... They don't really want to say... With, like, come on, my nigga, that's... Don't do that. Like, they don't... They can't say that anymore. He has to have one nigga So he met him. those friends later, is what you're saying? He, nah, uh, it'd, be, it'd be day one niggas around that one. I was about to won't. say, 
it's, you don't you don't think it's day one niggas around that don't want to see the money go anywhere? I don't think there is a day one nigga around me. Mm. I feel like there day there are day ones around them, but those are the so? day ones that followed me. Hell no. And then the other day ones that kept it one hundred with them, they they're, they're like nigga, they're not, they're, I'm, I'm not your friend because you got money, so you don't need to buy me shit. Yeah. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do and then Meek separate himself from so, that. So you guys are aligned in that. Y'all don't think it's any day ones around Meek at all? No. no. You, I think you, there's been so many variations of Meek to this point. Like For for there to be day ones. Yeah, I like see I, what I th- you're I saying. I think he's I crossed see. The, enough paths. Like I think because what I happens see. is like once he gets to another plateau, mm-hmm. I think he clears out whoever was around and like now it'll just be an influx of whoever's at that point. Got it. So I think it, it just keeps getting turned over at each stage. Got it. Which makes it very confusing for you as an individual to have any level of consistency, which hmm. is what we see. Damn, I had I hadn't thought about it like that. There was part of me that wanted to go. It's got to be. It, it makes no other sense for him to be in some of these situations that he ends up with on a, what, on a consistent basis. That's what I like, was. That's saying. the only thing that's consistent with him is that he's gonna fuck. He's gonna say some crazy in, shit. In okay. Situation. See, that's what I was saying, and I and and I'm poking fun, but it's like. There's not one second that I would go, y'all, y'all would let. For fuck's sake, y'all, y'all, y'all made fun of me last week. Like that's that's what I'm saying. It's like you gotta kind of make fun of yourself, bro. Like like really, like even back to the the back the the Drake shit. Shit, Kevin Hart made fun of them niggas, boy. And them them people ain't been around me since. Since they couldn't hold their own, and, and he, he thought he had some funny niggas with him. Yeah. Until until Kev got until Kev got around and them niggas ain't been around since. So. Told you, clear you out each time, man. So that's what I was. That's what I was sort of leaning on. I go, the Drake shit was the an ni- indictment. My bad. The niggas that told him about the Drake shit, and that nigga went off the deep end and started talking, and, and then got cooked, and then got cooked, and then yep, the niggas ain't around no more either. And then moved on to the next group. So that, so that, that was the. Cause it, I go, I go push and Meek. Why was Push able to do what Meek thought he was gonna do? Success, like Push was successful at going at Drake, and Meek was, <laughs> Meek was, you know, you're not successful when you gotta when you go at a nigga, and you eventually gotta go. All right, all right, man, let's be friends. Like this is too much. You gotta stop. <laughs> you gotta stop. Like stop. <laughs> Cut it out. You ever wonder what that text was like? Hey, no, could you know? See, I I feel like Meek knew enough not to put that in writing because that shit would come out <laughs> one day. So he put it in the voice note so that shit disappear eventually. He's like, hey, hey. <laughs> And then pray Drake didn't know how to keep it because the keep side don't always pop up, nigga. So it's like, nah, man, I'm going to just send this voice note real quick and get this off. That's how that shit got ended. So that's that's one. How he handled the Nikki shit was weird. Like, not to shoot Nikki no bell on it, but Nikki came out looking like the real nigga in that situation to me. Um, that, then you move into, it's a whole bunch of other weird shit. The 6 9 shit. Was fucking strange. Yeah. And then, I just, I've okay. If I'm, I'm playing you guys songs, mm-hmm. and I have that line in there. Which line? The Kobe line. Gotcha. There's not a single part of me that thinks y'all not gonna go. Yeah, that ain't it, fam. And not that. And and what's sick is I'm not even going. Everybody's going too soon, too soon, too soon, too soon. I'm going. That's just a trash ass line. I was about to say the bar was the bar was just weak. It didn't hit. It was. It was. It's not worth the headache, fam. Like, if it was tight, then you go. Ah. 
It it didn't go with the thing that he's talking about prior. And then it didn't go with <laughs> no. what he's talking about afterwards. It, it made Either no sense. It, it made it no stretch. sense. It was a stretch and it was meant just to make some headlines for that snippet. Yep. I don't think it was ever meant to actually come out. I think yeah. it was just for that snippet. But oh, with that, that yeah, makes it even more disgusting. It's, it's nasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, but also, it's a, it's a situation that I would say that I cannot put past them. Facts. Which at this point is... Unfortunate, Facts. you know, it's unfortunate when you say, "Oh, I can't put this past an individual," because that lets me know that there is no—I don't think there is a way for you to be solid. Yeah. Which makes it so fucking funny that yeah. Wack said what he said. Yeah, because it was spot the fuck spot on. on. I hate that it came from Wack, right. but like it's still like it was spot. It was spot the fuck on. Pretenders are good. pretenders have a hard time. Just not like trying trying to figure just out just not what revealing next, themselves. Have, like like working on their next thing to pretend about. Yeah. Like they they have a heart. They have to insert themselves on the, things that the they ain't got no business being in. The attention gets low, and you're like, I gotta say something. I gotta say something. It's like you you don't, but you're going to. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's how the, that's how the process goes. Too. <laughs> you, you you technically don't have to say anything, but and there's and there was probably somebody that said that. And he's like, Nah, there is. There's I, but to L, L makes the most brilliant point. The line before, the setup doesn't match, and the line after does not match. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a really shitty rap. Yeah. And the fact that no one's saying that is 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 really is really the most disturbing part. To tell you the truth, all the way up to Chopper, it still doesn't seem that Kobe would be a part of that. No. So the fact that that next line was had Kobe in it was like, it, uh, it's a head scratch for everyone. You know, it's just like I was like, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, and that's and that's kind of why I didn't want to talk about it. I was like, it's just a really bad line. And also, I, Vanessa is widow barring people to death right now. Oh, if, if y'all if y'all don't if y'all don't keep his name out of y'all mouth, hey. she is widow barring you all at this moment. And and because y'all keep doing it, you keep doing. I mean, I, I get it. The 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 person is hard not to talk about, but. Respectfully, no, can gee, people respectfully no. leave? It's not his, not his hard to alone. talk about it. I'm talking about in the world of attention. Okay. People okay. people have to attach themselves to these type of things. So when a, when an anniversary came around, we knew that folks was about to be out here a while. Facts. You know what I mean? Like I was hoping that Sports Center would chill out. You know what I mean? Like that was just the, but it was beyond that. It was just people that needed to say something about it. I just. When is certain shit just going to be left alone? Mm. Never. And I, I hate to say it like that, but the reason I feel like never is because now we're in the age of this oh, shit. Oh, man. It's like, and that's why I go, you don't have no friends, fam? That was like, bro, stop. There ain't nothing fly about that. I I, I didn't, you know, I... I uh, it's like oh here comes Monty personalizing things again because I always I always preface it <laughs> but it's it's funny because it's the, it's the scope that I look at it through and it's just like the amount of shit that I get between this just L and L and Poe alone this nigga Poe nigga Poe texts whenever some shit is coming he goes he he says our government name like our full name Bro. and he go oh shit what did he say yesterday he goes Armani and you laughed immediately <laughs> <laughs> what did he ask me though, G? And then you didn't help. Nah, he said that. Remember that talk? <laughs> no, 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 no. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I forgot that quick. I was like, did you, did you want that one out? I don't know. 
fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. What do you, what do you say? You said, remember the time I went to your uh, I went to your college swim class or something like that. <laughs> but he said Armani and then he goes, said Armani, LOL. And then he he laughed immediately. I laughed at the Armani part because I knew and, it was gonna be some bullshit. And then no 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 this is this is the sick part. Then he goes, uh, then L goes, oh, so you know how to get momentum when you do the flip off the wall. Like, fam, don't say momentum to me in a text message. And then, Poe, don't ask me about a swim class. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, my, my partners don't respect my gangster rap at all. Like, like fam. And then Poe goes, yeah, money, you can't be no rapper, bro. It's over for you. <laughs> I'm like, man. Because I'm a- I, I was just imagining, bro. Money doing flips in the water, bro, to push himself off the wall. But do it, but like that shit is great. G literally swim the swim class. The swim class was an elective, and then my dumbass didn't take any electives in the in the first three years. So you years. just got him back to back. So yeah, I had I had I had two quarters of just straight electives. That's how my shit was. But I, I did my electives early. I got, See, you did it smart. I, I got, got right to it. Man, I, I was, was in, I was in there doing tennis, boy, hitting <laughs> hitting the ball over the fence. <laughs> Bro, I can't keep the I can't keep the ball on the course for shit during tennis class. I was doing badminton. What? Badminton? I never went to that one though. They just got to miss me with that. I did mad, I did badminton probably twice before. I was like, nah, I'm, y'all just got to give me credit for being here, bro. I'm going to do some stretches off to the side. See what I mean? <laughs> See what I mean? And you don't have no friends? <laughs> if your niggas is making fun of you about better you, like, I'm in college, fam. I'm doing electives, and my niggas found a joke in that. Like, uh, yeah, I'm done. I, I, all I want to do is be a rapper, man. And it, my niggas won't even let me get that off. It was a setup, man. It was the setup. <laughs> it was the setup. He goes, Armani. And LOL. <laughs> and LOL. So you and know this, he's laughing this hella hard. No, no, no. But I missed the LOL. And I, I didn't get that it was a joke until L laughed at the Armani. And I was like, because my immediate response, he said Armani. And I go, no, he said Armani. And then he goes, remember that swim class in college you took? And I go, damn, Paul, you really my nigga for real. Because you drove all the way up and came to class with me. And no, this nigga got in the water. Like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> he was doing laps right next uh, to me. So, out. yeah, he left that part out. <laughs> That's why I asked y'all, bro. Where y'all, where y'all, did y'all do the flips in the water to the uh, yeah? And then they say momentum. L, don't don't text me about momentum no more, fam. Hey, you be, don't ask me about. I momentum. feel like that's the only way to get you know as a, a human body, bro, to get you know that extra oomph against the wave. Oomph, <laughs> oomph is crazy. So oh. far, momentum and, and oomph. oomph. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I think that's important. So, um, staying with rappers, uh. Schmurder's home. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad he. I'm glad he's home. Let's start there. I'm glad he's out of fucking prison. Just sounds like fucking nightmare. Sucks. Um, shouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> shouldn't have said nothing. You should. I was gonna let y'all live. Ooh. <laughs> We'll get back to Bobby Schmurter. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, Lex, we need to move Bobby Schmurter around, around for this. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Schmurter. Happy home, but nigga, everybody's talking about you. Oh, uh, Lex pulls up. He goes, hey, money, I'm downstairs. I go downstairs. He goes, man, it's the, it's the, it's the finer things in life that matter. Like, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> he goes, man, I got pulled over, and the cop was a dick. And I'm just like, 
You tell the story. <laughs> nah, so I'm on 24, and I'm before the tunnel, and I'm going 75. So, you know, that's a good speed to be going. Yeah. I get blurt by state patrol. So, you know, I get all the way over. And this motherfucker, you know, license registration. And then he comes back. He's like, you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, no, why? I swear I seen you watching a video on your phone. Bro, at 75 miles an hour, you dick. My nigga said, I swear, though. I swear. I could have And then going to ask me, so were you watching a video? No. Thank you. Man, why you asked the question? You the answer. And then he was like, I noticed that you still got stuff at the jail in Oakland you need to pick up. Try, trying, to, <laughs> trying to cover his tracks? And I'm Are like... Are in the room? No, nah, I don't want none of that stuff. So as I'm driving to, you know, to the pod, all I did was make me think about, damn, if this was years ago, I would have been stressed out the whole time I was pulled over. Hmm. Like, damn near ready to Earl, sweating. Like, damn, how is this going to go? But this time, literally the only... Try to put your hands tense, who? Yeah. (laughs) Put on the white people voice? No, officer, I do not know. (laughs) Facts. Facts. Hey, I can pull out. I was trying to pull out everything before that shit come, before you come. Hey. I'm not trying to to move a hand, officer. Hey, no, nigga, now... Uh, they show uh the home. I forget who it was, but years ago showed me the 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 universal sign of like, you're not a threat. Roll all the windows down, turn the fucking light on, and all the shit. Like every time, bro, I don't want no smoke. Like here, Damn. and I don't got shit to say to you either because I I I wasn't doing nothing, so I'm about to be on my way. But I I don't I don't I don't need no mix ups. That's it. I don't need no misunderstandings, no nothing. Cause they, cause they be quick to escalate shit. Like, and and it, like it go, it go from a calm, from a calm situation to them putting like unclipping shit. And it's like, bro, what? How would you even jump to that? And me, all my life has has been an asshole towards these type of situations. Mm-hmm. So I've had to gradually learn to be better in these type of situations. Cause I would be the one that outlines every single thing that you're doing. When I could have just been going home. Yeah. Now I'm over here jammed up with these motherfuckers because I was because I was an asshole back to the asshole. Yeah. Lex is Lex is leaving very interesting details out of the story. <laughs> I just, I just want to get to get there first, nigga. Don't you laugh because we coming to you oh, next. <laughs> PG thirteen. Hmm. <laughs> so the highway patrol proceeds to bring up some old shit. And Lex goes down the wormhole telling us about said old experience, which led me to jail stories on Meet the Brave podcast. All right, I'll tell Brought to you by Lex, NLG. Ready, go. I'll go first then. So, but on the drive back, it made me think about what the fuck he was talking about that was left at the Oakland jail. And I don't even know why he would even say it's there for me to pick up. Sir, I'm not going. They can have that. Yeah, I'm not going. Everything there, you can have. Because I already know. So y'all like, rebook, sir. They, they, got, they got memorabilia. They got your mama's baby pictures. They can keep it. I'm not exactly. going in there. I know I'll, what Coco look like. <laughs> but going back to the story, so what? this had to be, what, 2013? That was a minute ago, bro. Yeah. Like 2013, 2012, one of the two. But a robbery happened in Berkeley. And somehow... All the shit got to the quadplex I was living in. And they turned on a computer on a Mac. And so the police got the last known dot of where the Mac was at. 
our quadplex, they ran everybody's name. My name is the one that has shit, old shit on the record. So they go ahead, call SWAT and everybody. And they were supposed to bust in my door at like six in the morning, but I have to be to work at six in the morning. So I'm leaving out at 5.30. I get pulled over. And at first, the cop's cool. He's like, let me see your license and everything. And I'm looking in the rear view mirror, and I seen him step back and just toss the shit in his car, pull out the pistol, and run up on the window. Get out the car! Get out the car! Yo. So I'm like, what is going on? This motherfucker had me on Clayton Road in July. Damn. In Concord, California. Hot as fuck. Face on the pavement. And he put cones around me instead of letting me... <laughs> Bruh, in the middle lane. They're like, wow, bruh. In the middle lane. Instead of like putting me off on the sidewalk or anything, nah, nah you gonna see it, right? Stay right there. You know, everybody rubbernecking, like everybody. Everybody look, looking at me. They can't, they can't help themselves. <laughs> driving two miles per hour just to look at this whole situation. For three hours Cameras until Cameras out. And for three hours until the SWAT truck finally pull up. So they got the nigga They the got door. you looking like a terrorist. Bruh, like, nigga, I'm Pablo Escobar. Shh. They done knocked on every, all the other apartment doors and told everybody to get out because they don't know who inside my apartment. And the whole time, I'm like, I'm by myself. Jesus. And then they were like, well, we got to bust down the door. I'm like, my house key on there. You don't need to bust down on door. But nah, it's too late. So they bust down the door. No, I was saying that as in we already in. Yeah, yeah. yeah like we, we got the criminal. I wouldn't ask you. Yeah, nah. I was just like that was that was what we were supposed to tell you before we do it. But I was just letting you know that we said it. You know, so you can't when you go back and think about it and shit, and you got to tell the court and shit. We told you. Yeah, that, that's that's like that's like reading your rights. Nigga. Like they'll read your rights at some point. It, mm-hmm. it ain't when they supposed to, but nigga, they they might do that shit when they already locking you up and shit. And the fucking thing is, they still ain't telling me. Why? Why the fuck I'm uh, even detained or anything? Yeah. So they ran the door in, and all of them was in that motherfucker. So then, by then they don't put me in the back of the police car. Then the main dude comes and he's like, "All right, bring him in." So I'm in handcuffs. They bring me in the apartment, and then they start playing the good cop, bad cop. Oh yeah, it's hate like, hate that. And it's like I couldn't help but laugh. Because it's already, I'm looking at my apartment. My apartment's destroyed. They done cut up my bed. It's like a real movie. Yeah. They done broke the jar of pickles and just <laughs> left it on the counter. He was hiding the Coke in the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> what a criminal. <laughs> the Coke in the pickles is crazy. Yeah. And then, so the good oh, cops. Oh, going to get away with the pickles? <laughs> no, no, I've no, seen no, pickle this. Joke. No, pickle. <laughs> <laughs> The old, oh, the old pickle the, joint. Huh? Okay. Pick, okay. Stash okay. spot in the pickles. I've seen this before. <laughs> he think he onto something new. <laughs> so oh, that'd be awesome. that's when they told me there was a robbery in Berkeley last night. And I'm like, nah, that wasn't, nah, I don't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. I was out with my boy Terry. Yeah. You can just go ahead and call Terry? <laughs> you can call him. He'll let you know. And then next year, all I do is here in the back room. Oh, oh. We got him. We got him. And I was like, oh, they done found everything. So he come out with the bulletproof vest, pistols, shotgun, just all sorts of shit. Lex He's was, like. Lex was living the life, man. Mind you. I just want to put that. Ready. Highlight. Ready. <laughs> so they're like, this ain't on the warrant. But you got all this. You might as well tell us where, where's the stuff at from the robbery. I'm like, I don't know nothing about no robbery. 
So then the back cup come out the back. Boy, you know what's going on. <laughs> you know what's going on. But I'm said, sorry. I would have been dying, bro. I was. He's like, ain't nothing funny. You going down. I'm going to make sure you go down. They couldn't have got you in Seattle, but we got you now. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> They got to get better with training. They got to. They got to. Back cups. It's getting oh. to stop it. So, you know, we going back and forth. And I don't know nothing. So then they supposed to take me. Now, mind you, I'm arrested in Concord. So they're supposed to take me first to the nearest jail. He like, nah, we're going to break you. We're going to take you straight to Oakland. We're going to break you. Yeah. And took me there. And I had sat there from Saturday morning till Tuesday night. Oh, facts. No court. They just had to release me because they didn't really have shit on me. Yeah. And since all the stuff that they detained wasn't even on the search warrant. And then the, and then the 48 hours technically don't start until Monday. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Dude. So the funniest part is I'm in jail. Mind you, I'm in my work uniform, a bright orange shirt, black slacks that got paint stains all over <laughs> them. And motherfuckers are coming up to me. Hey, bruh. Is your job hiring? <laughs> like, I'm in here with you. What's they starting pay? <laughs> oh shit, that sounds good, bro. Can you can you hook a brother up? I'm like, nigga. <laughs> do you see where we at? Homie over there taking a the shit right now. Do you see where we at? Oh, we're in the same spot. Oh, talk oh. about a job. See. Like, I don't know if I got a job right now. <laughs> exactly. They, they pulled Jail's, me on the way to job. I promised y'all go jail stories with Lex and L. <laughs> and he laughing like he ain't got to go next. That's what's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to say the one sad part, though. Hmm. So I called my moms. And before I could say anything, she accepted the call. You lying motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You said you was going to California. You go change shit around and look where you calling from and hang up on me. Mm. I had to call my nigga Terry like, look. He was like, bruh, blood, I'm going to come down there. I'm going to let them know that you was with me. I said, fuck all that. Just call my mom and explain to her that I don't got nothing to do. Fuck the police. Keep mama off my ass. (laughs) See, see, I'm so glad you said that because niggas still don't know. I'm I'm going to shoot y'all some bail. I don't have a jail story. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not going to say that because jail is a fucking nightmare. The, mo- I, I, the most embarrassing shit in the world that I'm never going to... I have nightmares about it to this day. We got jumped by some niggas and my mother had to get all my items back in front of everybody. So, and what, and what I proceeded to... What I, what I proceeded to explain to the assailants is, hey, I can't leave without my jacket, fellas. I would gladly give it to you. However, I begged my mother for this North Face, <laughs> and she's a killer. So, if I gotta either if I gotta choose between fighting twenty of y'all and one of her, guess who I'm picking? <laughs> I'm just gonna have to shoot shoot the fair one with all of y'all and just take this ass whooping because Coco don't play. That's real. Simple as that. Especially if I just handed it over to you, like how I'm supposed to tell her how much? How I'm supposed to? How I'm supposed to? How I'm supposed to live at night? Gee, <laughs> I'm talking two Christmases, a mama, please. I need this North Face. Everybody got one, and then finally Christmas morning, dun 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 dun. <laughs> Nigga, Dreamcast, the Iversons, fuck all that. Oh, I got slept. a North Face. Yeah. Wore it one time, and no, the fucked up part is I wasn't even wearing. It. I let my cousin wear. It. <laughs> and this nigga, he big Billy badass. He 
take the jacket off. Who wants some of me? Sir, pick my jacket up <laughs> first and foremost. Uh, why you playing? Young little little the littlest nigga in their crew go pick it up. Oh yeah, we got this. And and my cousin Eric Dylan, I love you, but you ran and you left me. Um, <laughs> That's how you feel. That's how you care. Hey, hey, I'm just hey. I ain't gonna be the only one out here with their mama fighting their battles. Look here, my nigga. For 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 reference, my niggas left, and they thought they, I was like, hey man, uh, Mister Mister Robber, I need my jacket. <laughs> Mister Gangster, Mister Killer, <laughs> Mister Killer, uh, I need my jacket. Like nigga, you you ain't gonna run with your partners. Uh, no. First of all, my Tim's is untied, and I need my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I got my work. I got my jacket back. <laughs> hey, where 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 to deal with your priorities, though, buddy? My the way my mom pulled up. That's this. That's the sickest part. Cause my uh, shout out John Winston and, and Kyle. Them mm-hmm. niggas was just so happened to be in the area. They pulled up with baseball bats, ready to get on some. Them, mind you, they were the kids were our age. John and them was like six years older than us. So it was like, bro, y'all definitely going to jail if y'all y'all hit them. My mom got there in record time and proceeded to smash on everybody. And the cop was like, ma'am, 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 ma'am. We got, and they're like, nah, fuck that. I'm like, mom, you going to go to jail. <laughs> the kid is in the back of the cop car and she trying to get through the window. I'm like, this is the most gangster uh, shit I've ever seen in my life. True, true like, Richmond. You know? So, yeah. so you, you get it. I, yeah, so that when you, so I was immediately triggered when you was like, hey, fuck the police. Call my mama, nigga. Like, nah, that's real. It ain't nothing you can do for me down here, but you can keep my mama off my ass. And it's like, hey, copper, I don't really, I ain't really scared of y'all, but yeah, that, that, that was a triggering, like, sorry. So, sir, to you. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. All right, so I'll tell you my story. So No, I, no, no. What's up? I just want you to start with the outfit, or so, or whenever you introduce the outfit, just let me warm me so I can uh, highlight. I got you. I'll, 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 I'll blaze through it. Okay, I'll blaze through. Got it. you. Got you. But the uh, so we was out, we was out a day, and they was having a good ass time. Like everything was thoroughly going well. <laughs> today was a good. Day. Today was today was an amazing day. You know, what it was I mean? Ice Cube. What? Everything was going perfect. What? That day. It was a perfect ass day. Like. Uh-huh. From the morning, from the morning, we had already, you know, we went outside. Think we went, think we went and had some mimosas or some shit like that. But uh, some what? Some mimosas or something like that. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> no, for sure. You didn't start your day with mimosas and ended in jail. I'm sorry. Real Please life, bro. Started from the very beginning of the day. Oh. That is a good day. Just the spectrum, mimosas. Uh, was, they were probably bottomless. Cause yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we bro, brunch. They used the this nigga went to jail to have a brunch. They used to have brunch, bro. Oh. It was a brunch oh. day. Nah, but uh, oh. met up, met up with some action. So uh, that is hilarious. Caught caught some rhythm and ended up being around them for the rest of the day or whatever. So we going from function to function, just living it up. So we done went to multiple bars, multiple clubs, and now this is from the. Morning, all the way to now, it's like we I, I, I pull up to the uh, to this club over in Oakland, yeah, and it's probably around like eleven thirty, twelve or whatever. Uh, so you know, we we hop out the car, go into the club. Meanwhile, like I parked the car on like the main street, mm-hmm. um, and my car was uh, it's an obvious car. Like it, at that time, I had like a uh, it was a drop top charger or some shit. So like, I'm not not. Uh, a lower charger. It was, it was, it was a low rider charger. So like it. Um, so when it dropped, when it dropped down or whatever, it's an obvious car. You want to run tags, and in Oakland they always running tags. Yeah. So come out the club. It's probably around like one thirty ish. 
with the action, whatever. So we about to, bro, it's still living. It's ne- next spot. What's up? So like, can't touch it right now. Go to the car. And as soon as I get to the car, fucking uh, officer pulls over from the from the uh, from the street that's over on the side. Comes over, pulls up on the side, shines lights on my shit. Is this your shit? Uh, I'm already in the shit, <laughs> like, bro. I can't even get out of it, bro. Like what? What you talking about? He was like, and he um, when I tell you, he's like, yeah. So you got a you got a warrant for your shit. I'm like, oh no, I don't, you got the wrong person in. He's like, oh, we are gonna find out. So he grabbed he grabs me, put me in the uh, put the cuffs on me, uh, like taking all the shit from me, whatever, putting everything on my hood. And I'm like talking to the action. I'm like, hey, now, I'm gonna need you to uh, hit up my partner, or whatever, let them know what's going on, so that you know we good. And she like, okay, so she take my shit or whatever and gives it to my partner. So I'm like, um, <clears throat> I put I have my I have my um, my watch on, so my watch I can type shit or whatever. So I'm typing shit to as many people as possible about what the fuck's going on, where I'm about to be at, because it's like now I'm about to go. I'm going to jail for some reason. So take me over to the shit over in Oakland, and I'm in there. So first off, okay, so we'll get to the me being in the, what I was wearing inside. <laughs> okay, I was I was about to say I was just like okay, I'm gonna let him live. Nah, but <laughs> so I go to the go to the jail. Uh, they talk about uh, it's probably around I want to say it's probably about four thirty in the morning. I think I'm fell asleep in this motherfucker. They talk about oh y'all going everybody going out the Rita, huh? Who? <laughs> everybody like everybody needs sales going out to read it nigga nigga who you talking about sir? like <laughs> bro, like nigga, i'm only I, I this is a mix-up like yeah. i mean I, I still got some 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 talk some talking to do around here he's like nah in the meantime while you talking you don't get on this little bus or whatever jesus you going out to read it i'm like nah but i'm not with the rest of, i don't know i don't even know what the fuck is going on here bro like why am i even part of this whatever so they put us on the bus so when I get on the bus, they got this little uh, this little wall and like this little uh, window between us and a person sitting across from you, and they just stack you into this bus thing. So we looking across each other, and everybody's looking. They like they caught you in this thing too. I'm like the sting. Just talk about oh, then everybody from the east just got picked up. I'm like oh, that's that's sick with it. But like, nah. I mean, I was I was in downtown. He's like, yeah, obviously, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, look, at, like, look at what you wearing, bro. So I go. So we get to we get to uh, the Rita holding sale piece or whatever before we get uh, booked and shit. So going to uh, going there and then they talk to me and they like, bro. So what the fuck you come? What, what what you in here for? It's like, bro, you you was a part of this shit. So I was like, nah, I don't know what to talk about. He's like, and I was, I was and I was looking around. I was like. Yeah, yeah. If y'all don't, if y'all don't get it, like I'm literally just leaving the club. I don't even know what the fuck's going on with me, and I'm like, I'm, I'm in here with the, with the jeans on, with the, uh, with the, with the pink, uh, <laughs> the pink sweatshirt, and the Yeezys. <laughs> Motherfuckers took my, took my, uh, took my shoestrings. <laughs> Yo, taking the shoestrings. Bro, I got, out the I got Yeezys. the yellow Yeezys. Took my shoestrings, oh. my nigga. So I'm in here with the wild outfit. Oh, are they trying to figure me out? So we sticking in there for about. We was in there for. I want to say we was in there for five hours, bro. Before they put us in the fuck, put us in the the gym pop area. So I go up in there, and now it's just like I'm in here with the jumpsuit on. I didn't have to change and shit like that. 
they did the whole like stripping shit. So they had to, gave me gave me the bunk and everything. I'm like, fuck, like this is a this this a wild ass like turn of turn of situation, whatever. Bruh. So I'm in that thing and. They giving you slop, like give you like the porridge bullshit with the uh, with the patty, all that, and then um, get get to the bunk or whatever, mm-hmm. and they get. I'm just I'm just staying on the bunk, so it's just wild things that's take that's transpiring before my eyes, right? So I'm over here like, you we in a bunk. And it's like it's uh it's like twenty beds inside of here, so it's about it's probably around like 14, 15 beds in here. Double bunk. I mean, uh, the the bunk beds or whatever. So it's that meaning is inside of each one of these like chains, and it's two cats on the side, two soul cats on the side, slap boxing, <laughs> and these niggas been slap boxing for literally like four hours, bro. Like niggas ain't got tired yet. They just being here <laughs> slap boxing the entire time, bro. I'm like, at some point, this they shit trying gonna, to try to stay sharp, bro. Yeah. At some point, this shit gonna get way wilder than this, bro. Like y'all gonna be real fighting at some point, and then uh, overnight. I wake up, and this cat is over on the side. This nigga been talking about this whole time. They they've been passing around this drink or whatever. So they've been having this, they've been having this liquid heroin. They've been passing around Jesus. this entire time. So this nigga finally own one. So this nigga got the books. He got three books, and he's reading all three books at the same time. Hmm. So like, <laughs> so this nigga's reading a line from one book into the next book into the next book. Jesus. And the wildest of stories take a place, but like it, it's hella shit from from that situation that that was hilarious. But yeah, Monty wanted me to talk about the damn yeah. outfit. No, it's, it's just the outfit. Relive our pain. The, the trauma. <laughs> it's just the outfit because Lex's story was so many, and then I just had a flashback of L's outfit, and, and oh oh man, it's but it's it's getting swept up. Highlight the high the the highlight of that is is just the. It's it's fu- it's funny and we laugh at it now, but just something something as routine as just a, a traffic stop can change niggas' lives. And if and, you know if, if family and support wasn't in place, niggas could like I remember L shit like the way like this how they was handling them. It was like like nah, fam. We we come from way different. Like don't have us call out the resources. Unk knew somebody up there. Auntie like like not nah, look here. Y'all playing with the wrong ones. That's a, that's what I say. Like. Yeah, because the cold part about that situation was was that they slid me out to read it because there was no like they didn't want to keep anybody at the actual spot over there, yeah. and my shit was supposed to, and my uh, my case is over in um, is in Martinez, so the uh, the time frame for Martinez to uh, to like claim me was like fourteen days or some shit like that. So uh, they would they if they didn't claim me within fourteen days, then I can go. Oakland wasn't trying to hold you for fourteen days, yeah. and then. Um, so when I go out to reading, they, they that's that's when I get lost in like the booking process yeah. where it's literally like okay they could claim you but they don't even know that you in reading, so like there is no time frame on like how long a nigga could just be there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's kind of what I got swept up in. Yeah. But the coldest part about being in here was just that, besides like the mentality of people because it was like a cat that kept getting on the phone. Uh, cussing out his his baby mama or whoever the hell he's cussing out for like hours on end and I'm just like bro all she gotta do is hang up that phone like it's sick with it that you could just get cussed out for hours on end huh. but the other part was just like the fucking um, the uh, the clock bro like the way time stood still in there 
is like no other. And the whole time I was just like, there's way too much shit to be doing outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm attached to too many things. Like for my time to still be still this much. Like, and that was the part that was just like, yeah, nah, that's it. I won't lie. I was stressing about my job the whole time. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I didn't call in. None of that to the point. After Terry had talked to my mom, this is how much of my, just like the greatest person my mom is. On Monday, she called my job. And she was like, nah, I need to talk to the boss. Yeah. And she was like, look, my son's a good man. And he's trying to change his life. She's like, I don't know what the fuck going on down there. But at least let him get out and give him a chance. Yeah. And uh, it was crazy because as soon as I got out, uh, my partner Terry, he was, as soon as I called him, he's like, blood, I'm on the way. And so then I called my boss next, and my boss's name is Tony, and he was like, you good? You need to get picked up? I'll come pick you up. And it's 8.30 at night. He's like, I'll come pick you up. It's good. Just let me know. I was like, nah, somebody's already coming to get me. Mm-hmm. And my boss was like, well, take the next couple of days off. Don't worry about nothing. And then just come see me, like, at the end of the week but you still got your job, but, you know, just take some time to just relax and get, like, you know, your mind back to being cool. Yeah. So. Nah, that shit, shit. That's a look. So, yeah, how how long were you there? Three days? Three days. How long were? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday, four. Bobby, Bobby did six years? Supposed to only do two? Took the extra time to cut his mans in half? Um, and and we're wrapped up in a sweep. And who's to say that the feds had anything on them but the what everyone keeps throwing around is the feds' success rate, but the success rate is the success rate because People don't want to go to trial, so they like we'll take if you if if it's if I'm looking at thirty years at trial and you telling me I only got to do seven, hey, let's the the lawyer the everyone is suggesting you take that seven instead of going to trial. All right, so Bobby does a time, especially because it's not a jury of your peers, especially because it's not a jury of your peers. Bobby does a time; he takes the extra time for Rowdy, and. In the midst of that, the world has changed. Six nine has been able to take down an entire neighborhood, um, and come home, and proceed to still talk gangster shit, and and we're still trying to figure out hip hop, the streets, money, gang shit, the law. All we're still trying to figure out all of this shit in the midst of a pandemic, and none of it none of it makes any sense. I'm sorry. I'm so happy that young man is home, but I'm so, I'm I'm even more confused at our at our court systems that that that, that, that can even happen. You can go conspiracy. You could throw you could just throw Rico around because it's convenient and because it's high profile, benefit from it and go on about your day. President Trump can be on trial, ah, or not. Just keep it lit. It's just all, all of it's disgusting. Um, and 
under granted, it's entertainment, it's celebrity, it's fame, it's all that, it's all that extra shit. But there is something a little bit more grounding and like specific for us to look at, especially when my two co-hosts just shared stories about their lives being railroaded on just on, on, on fucking technicality technicalities for nothing. Seriously, and had had L not had family. Chances he probably would still be in that motherfucker. Chances are, given where given where I ended, I ended up at, because I was just tied up in a sting. Like they just did a sting in East Oakland, you know what I mean? So like I was just swept in with. There was like twenty other people that got snatched up that day, and they was all talking about just like what does individuals know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was more there. Like yeah, no, what do you know? That's that's more that they was worried about. Was just like, yeah, what does anybody know? Because they trying to figure out who was the person that talked about that, who, who talked. Yeah, you know what I mean. So because they was doing a full rampage on uh, on East Oakland, and just happened to be the same night that they snatched me up. You know what I mean. So like, yeah. disregard what I'm in here for, bro. We we just added you in with the rest of everybody else's situation. So, and for me, the sick shit is, if I didn't work that Saturday, and I hear somebody busting my door. When I'm asleep, like you've walked in on me when I've been asleep. Oh my asleep. gosh, yeah. So yeah, PTSD like a motherfucker. I, I thought Lex was gonna kill me. <laughs> so if like I heard the door getting busted in and I was asleep, yeah, I would not be here. Yeah, no, that's real. Oh man, um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect it to go down that route. I just wanted a good laugh. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can can we officially put some respect on Elon's name? I know other people have been doing it, but I I'm I'm tired of you niggas playing with my playing with my dog, man. What you got, man? Yeah. Salute salute my sister. She test drove uh, a Model X yesterday. No, Y a Y. And I mean, I've I've written it. I I I love them. I personally love them. Uh, but the purchasing experience. This nigga's brilliant. There's kiosk just set up. Like, just cars just planted. That's how you test drive it. Fuck coming to the dealership. It's one around the corner from your house. Go test drive it real quick. Let us know if you want it. Here's the paperwork. We'll deliver it to your house. And if you're doing a trade-in, we'll pick your car up. You don't have to have to come in here. Wow. Excuse me? Damn. Hmm. What? You know how long it take at the dealership? To do that, to do any of that, <laughs> he's like, nah, man. You want to test drive it? This one around the corner. Call this number. We'll set you up. Send us a picture of your ID and all the shit. It's just, it's just. I'm having a hard time with the with the cats who buck technology, and uh, and just the the evolution of it and the convenience. Like I I, I get it's like the, the the producer cats. All them the machines is doing all the work. All right, man. But you still want to lug around your turntables and 60 crates of records. You be my guest. <laughs> I'm getting on this plane with my laptop, my hard drive, and Serato. <laughs> I'll see you. I, I'll see you there. <laughs> Real life. But you a purist. You can go sit in the DMV in the dealership if you want to. Fuck all that. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, niggas got to put some respect on Elon name. Because initially I was like, I ain't going to Mars. Now, after that whole test driving experience, guess who's going to be the first nigga to sign up? I might not sign up for the vaccine, but I'm for sure going to Mars. You on the Mars trip? Nigga, what? Like this. 
<laughs> Greasy like you or like you going on a field trip, nigga. What? Why your mama put extra Vaseline on you when you go to a field trip? What what did they think was going to happen? What you, rep- you represented us. <laughs> so you want me to be greasy? Yeah, man. I, I was I don't know about y'all, you, but you I gotta was, have enough for the entire day. Every field trip I was extra oily. Yeah. I have no idea why. I don't know either. Okay. Just extra shiny. Extra shiny. Every every picture from a field trip you're like, damn, money, why are you so greasy? Also, that's why black people black kids don't get uh kidnapped. Okay, so that was gonna say, <laughs> was that too slippery? Yeah, you're so slippery. <laughs> Get off me, sir. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I can you get got out of this. Shit. Easily get out of this. Uh, how was how Herschel Walker going to get out of this stupid shit he said? Herschel is on one, boy. But that's like, uh, that's like, that's a prime example of the moments when, for some reason, people, some people of color will go out of their way to talk about a topic that has to do with the community. Um, and try to speak for the community on behalf of the community, but backing the other side. You know what I mean? Like, if that's how you feel, then it's best, like, just don't say shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of the moments you just shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? Like, the reparations whole thing, like, regardless of, like, what side of the fence you are on reparations, on, like, what it would mean if it was passed, that it, need, that it would go to certain people or whatever, um... If you're for it, then you need to voice it as much as possible because it cannot go away. If you're not for it, that's okay. Shut the Just fuck up. shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I hate when religion comes into play too. Yeah, like the whole my brother shit and stuff. Nah, bro, they, my brother shit goes out the window when y'all been trying to kill us for so long. I ain't trying to hear that none of that. Gone. That shit gone. I don't like that. That that that. What so. what do niggas be talking about? And 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 I'm 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 not gonna let the Judas and the Black Messiah shit go, because I thought Lakeith made a, a brilliant point when it was like Fred was 22 and clear on how he was gonna die. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna die for the people. All right. How many grown ass people wouldn't under undermine everybody to save themselves today? It's way more Bill O'Neills than there is than there is Fred Hamptons. And you go, oh, money, you can't call Herschel Walker, Bill. No, of course not. But the the, the premise is the same. When you just start, to, like, what are, you, what are you even saying? What does that even mean? It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just strange to me what, what folks, what folks will say and do and completely in, in whatever Whatever world has them completely undermine and, and throw out just the facts of it all, and that's what really got me. It's like, oh, we not dealing, we're not dealing with facts. I'm, ba- I told y'all, I'm back on Twitter, no, and, and niggas is on Twitter just saying anything. And I was like, and I was feeling the way, and I was like, oh, we just here to say anything. All right, well, bet. Let me just get in the habit of just saying shit because y'all up here saying anything. Shit, when they add that paywall, what you think they about to be doing? Folks, you thought people were saying anything now. Damn, yeah, with the paywall is gonna what? get crazy. Huh? I'm here. I'm here for it though. Just to get this shit off. I'm here for it though, because a lot like the meek situation, it's like the fake. The fake shit just isn't sustainable. So you got to kind of wait it out. I, th- I saw China Mac make a really good point. Is like Takashi's gonna die a a real painful death. He's already dead. 
And it's like, so stop, just stop, just keep ignoring that nigga. <laughs> like, just keep, just keep ignoring him. Let them, let them keep, let them keep buying all the views that they want. Cause, cause yeah, you try like, and then, and then you pick the right marks. Like that popping up on Meek and his team shit was, was brilliant. Cause you already knew what time it was. I'll keep, try that shit with, Okay. Okay. Yeah, and also money's gonna run out. Oh yeah, that money, that money running low. You can't keep paying. Uh, money's gonna run out. Can't keep paying uh, a security a security staff for that many around the clock. What? Yeah. You got investors right now because they think they they literally are banking on the idea that the people don't care, and it's like, nah, fam. This that now you really got us fucked up. Ain't no, ain't, ain't nobody of that elk getting money in this realm. White the, the white folk is for as much as you think white folks in commandeered hip hop, they don't they don't they still don't know what's going on. So you can go sell that shit to them. But over here, you get snow left. <laughs> nope. 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 Yeah. Uh The People's Champ got your vote. The rock bottom. <laughs> That's the campaign slogan you came up with? What? That's what you got? What you talking about? You going to be on the campaign? If you smell. I for sure need the uh, people's eyebrow during the campaign. I, hey. Hey. The Donald got in there. You know where I'm voting for. Bro, who's more gear for this than that guy? You know, like, and if the Donald, if, any, if anybody I think can juggle the many jobs that there is available, it's that guy. Because <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how old The Rock actually is. Facts. Because he's had five different careers. Different careers. That's what uh, coming to America one. He said, "Man, Muhammad Ali, sixty-seven years old." Joe, Joe, Joe Lewis was 67 years old when he fought Muhammad Ali. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> that's, how, that's how I feel about The Rock. The Rock might be 70. Bro, who the fuck knows? Seriously, how old is, how old is The Rock? All I know is sure. that him and his team are the most efficient group that you can come across. And also, I do, want, I do want to bring light to, like, that. his show is is really good. Which one, G? The, um, the, young, the rock. Young, young Rock. Is it? Young Rock is really good. It's That's really, what's up. It's, it's, it's nicely. Uh, it's nicely it's a, laid it's out. a rock only forty eight, fam. That's crazy. I'm not buying it. That's his. That's his movie. That's his, age. Ho- that's his Hollywood yeah. age. Yeah, that I'm not really bu- sixty five there. Yeah, if he forty eight, he for show sixty five. <laughs> I just no, can't that's, wait to. That's about he, right. That's about he, right. He did a full ten year bid in uh in wrestling. Ten, bullshit. It was rock closer to a twenty clip wrestling. That's, that's Am I saying. tripping? That's what I'm saying. He like he's in be. there for a minute. Yeah, nah, he, yeah. I, so for, 48 might be right. I don't he know. Also, they had a movie career since 09. Facts, but nonetheless, 07. Nonetheless, hey Rocco, you got my vote, man. I can't wait till he if he if he runs that first cut. Woo, it's gonna be so great. Because yeah. you know he gonna say something about somebody being a candy ass. Yep. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think. Also, I think the uh, the special guest appearances he could pull off. Is <laughs> the, the special guest, so the cameos. So be over nuts. over under, does he go into the Rock the character from wrestling, or is he more of 
who we see in his acting sort of just like figure role? Uh, I think because he is an actor, he can fully pull off acting like a politician. Do we want that? Don't we kind of want... Like, the one thing that Donald did was he just ain't give a fuck the whole time. And I kind of, I kind of want, I kind of want Rock to just get up there. And like you said, I don't know. I kind of want, I kind of want, I kind of want Rock in his bag when him and Mankind was going at it. Like, that's the kind, that's the type of sicko I want. <laughs> he was talking crazy to, to, to Mankind. It depends. It depends on who he's going up against. Like, if he's going up against the Donald, then yeah, you'll get that person. Oh, that makes sense. But that if makes it's sense. not, if, if it's, it's somebody gotta, that doesn't have that type of, if it's got to be classy personality gotcha, thing, then gotcha. he can he can play it other way. He's gonna he gonna he's gonna go fully dictated on off who the opponent is. Yeah, for sure. Okay, like a true wrestler. Then I'm definitely I'm definitely hoping it's the Donald then because we uh-huh. need we need it. Boy, if we don't need it, what? Hell yeah. The, the, it, I mean, and then people are gonna be mad at it, but the, y'all y'all democracy is dead, fam. So we might as well just have fun at this shit. Like any any anybody still banking on on democracy is 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 a, is is a clown. I'm gonna go out and say it. Sorry. I, if that shit didn't die, which with fam as president, I don't know what you're talking about. And then to revive it, you put this old uh, dementia having motherfucker dying. in the office. And then, so so if it didn't die with the Donald, it died with this nigga. No, too far. My bad. No, I'm with you. I'm okay. with you. Uh, but this this guy is like the uh, like like. So you seen you tell me you seen um, uh, shit. What is the name of that? I'm trying to think of it. Uh, silent. Nah, shit. I can't think of it. Never mind. Never mind. It's gonna go over the head then. <laughs> I just I really want to understand because I love documentaries. I want to know why you have such a hard time with them, G. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I've been, I've been, manu- I've been moved out of it. I don't, I don't, I, I can't sit through a documentary. Like to, the, like to the for the life of me, I cannot. I haven't watched a documentary in who knows how long. I could read a book like no other, but like, oh, what was it? What was the last documentary you watched? In that, that might be the problem. <sighs> I can't even tell you last doc. I haven't watched a doc in so long. I don't know. Oh, well, that's the that's the problem then. You just ain't watched one, huh? But I was they so, completely but switched not, up how they do. They don't even do them the same no more. Are we talking a couple of years? Or are we talking a few months that you ain't watched a doc? Nah, it'll be years. Yeah, oh, you you bugging. You got it. You uh, the crack documentary was crazy. Um, you didn't watch Tiger King? No. Oh man, yeah, I'm not listening. You, to these did you watch things. the one on Tiger? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, you wild. I'm G. not watching documentaries, bro. I have not. I'm not compelled you, to watch a doc. You, you can't even call it that because you ain't watched. When I'm, I'm. A, was the last time you, you watched uh, uh, Hoop Dreams? Last one you seen? Yeah, that might be the last one. I seen. <laughs> that show was on TV, huh? Hey, I'm out. I'm out. I might have caught that one. I was getting my hair. Hey, break. shout out, shout out, shout out, Jizzle. We, me and him, would talk about the other day, nigga. I watch hoop dreams at least three times a year, just on, just on, <laughs> just, just a fluke. Like if it's on, right? if it's on, I'm watching it for whatever reason. I'm gonna watch it like I never seen it before. Like, damn, damn, that was messed up. Yeah, definitely wonder what's gonna happen after this. That's funny. Hey, just real quick, a good doc is that Woody Allen doc. I'm glad you said it because I didn't want to be the sicko that said it. It is. It is actually great. 
I want to see. Uh, no, the one that's gonna get me back in the docks was the uh, Billie Eilish one. Hello. <laughs> this nigga's wild. <laughs> get this nigga, man. He's wild. <laughs> I, I okay. I I gotta stop the Billie. Hey, Billie Eilish is player. Billie bro. Eilish is player. I like Billie Eilish hey. a lot. I do. Don't, I gotta, don't, don't disrespect the, the artist, bro. Um. Couple things and we'll get it. We'll get out of here. I won't hold y'all. Did you watch D'Angelo and Friends? You caught it? No, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it either. See? The nigga was late. Everybody asked. I, I didn't catch it. I had shit to do. I didn't know, know it came on already. Yeah, it was last night. I had shit to do, fam. And see, look, when I went on title this morning and checked, I didn't see too many friends. Uh, her, her was pulled up there, DJ Scratch. Um... I see. I got I got rumblings that Raphael was supposed to be in and around the situation. I don't know if that actually. Happened. I didn't see it, so don't kill yeah. us for it. I I hear people. I hear people that was, was fucking with it. I heard some people that weren't too happy with it. Neither here nor there. I'm just gonna turn on Voodoo, greatest album ever made in history. Yes. So, um, yes, 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 yeah. I don't. I no D'Angelo slander on my watch, fellas. Sorry. Um, coming to America got its rating. PG thirteen. I'm not watching it. What was coming American one? Is it that's rated R? You gotta think at the very beginning you see titties. So if coming to America were to come out coming America one were to come out today, what would it be rated if you had to guess? R? I don't think it would be. Yes, they say fuck too many times. Oh true. That's what I'm saying. Just in the barbershop alone, they say fuck at least in that first scene. See, I why do I feel like I still feel like this that I feel like it's changed what the rules not the rules I'm just uh, saying what what sort of gets slid in and out as far as no you still you still going number one be rated R yep because just let alone on a PG-13 movie you get one fuck hmm. as many shits as you want one fuck one fuck but that's the, that'll be the thing about Eddie now though like that, I think that what makes Eddie like kind of hard to do stand up. He's a grandpa. What takes some? Yeah, like literally, he's him. literally a grandfather. So is he making it? Going, man, I want my grandkids to be able to enjoy this. Yes, that's what he did for every film once he started having children. Yeah, it was like it slowly was moving into like a lot more of like the PG. So we. I host. I didn't host a room. I got to speak in one of the rooms last night. Uh, Twitter is in beta for something similar to Clubhouse. Um, it was in, was in a room last night, and I, I posed that question to the room because a few of the cats in there was like, "I'm not watching Judas and the Black Messiah. Fuck that." And I was like, "I definitely respect that. However, can you explain to me why?" And it's like authenticity, this, that, that, and I'm like, "But it's a movie." So how much of it is like, man, we letting these white folks tell our story. But if we tell our story, you got to be authentic. You can't leave nothing out. Fam, come on, man. We can't be this exhausting and this hard on each other. And so it that led into the conversation in and around hip-hop maturing and evolving. I don't know if 444 is as tight if Hove make Big Pimpin'. Like, I might not give a fuck what that nigga's talking about on 444. I'm just sorry. The context is everything. Um, 
Fuck, what was the point I was trying to make? That... I need to give Coming to America 2 another chance. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't even going to suggest that. What I was going to suggest, though, is you want the old Eddie Murphy, my nigga, go watch Raw. Like, that's not, and that's totally not to you. That is just to, you want the old Kanye nigga, go play fucking college dropout. Yeah, no, I think for this one, though, I think for the uh, Coming to America with Eddie, uh, Arsenio. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think it's gonna be an issue with like Eddie's comedy in it, Arsenio's comedy in it. I'm thinking more so the new all oh, the new people. And that's what I would say. Like for me, the PG thirteen to rated R mm-hmm. is just more along the lines of I want the com- the comedian to have the free to have range, free range to take it there. To take it wherever they're gonna take it. And uh just knowing that by that PG-13 that restricts some things. Like, they might say something that'd be really funny, but then due to certain guidelines of a PG-13 movie, that joke can't even be yeah. in there. I'm curious, then. I'm curious as to what what got them into that space to go, this going to be PG-13. It's obviously age, wanting, wanting the reach to be further. But I'm going... Uh, my name is Dolomite. I loved everything about that film. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Church loved everything about that film. Like I, I'm not as hard on Eddie as everybody has been. I actually have been. Like I love Norbit. Norbit's one of the fun, yeah. fucking funniest Norbit's movies. Funny. Ever. And I was gonna say Dolomite. That movie is beautiful. Yeah. Like so, I was surprised it didn't win anything. Yeah. So I'm just like, I, but uh, I if if. I want people to rewatch Bowfinger. Bowfinger's fucking hilarious. Or am I tripping? Like it's just shit like that. So then I'm going, well, I gotta ride with Eddie. Then I gotta I I gotta ride with him and gotta trust the fact that he's putting all these black people in this film. It's going to be hilarious. There is some form of quality control. And also, I'm just not with the the black Twitter need to shit on shit on shit that's black. Like I'm just not with it. Like I let them. I let. I let Twitter talk me out of going to see Superfly too. I'll never forgive Twitter for that shit because I had to watch it on TV and be amazed that that soundtrack and that score was that fucking perfect. Future bodied that shit, bro. Yeah, he did. Bodied that shit. And listening to Black Twitter, I didn't go see it in movies like I had intended to. Watch it at home and was like, "Oh, Future made Superfly." He did the, the, the soundtrack. Scoring. Oh, yeah. got it. He did the soundtrack. It was fucking awesome, too. So now, I didn't know that Black Twitter had a thing about it being PG-13. I didn't know. Not, be, not about it being PG-13, just uh-huh. about it being bad. Like, the trailer came out, and uh, Comedy Hype, and all these other publications were just shitting on it. Oh, so I mean, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a different time. So, like, the another of the things that was, like, shitting on it was, like, the idea that it was Rick Ross's house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, <laughs> it's, like it's, it's information that you get privy to prior to things that take away from a lot of like the like some of the some of the uh, the the cloud that it, that you'll have around some things. I would say, but uh, that's that, that's another thing about just being so privy to everything in, in my in my book. Like it it could, it could be a gift and a curse in today's age because it gives you a chance to have so much communication, so much. Uh, so much around um, content and material 
before it actually hits, which yeah. makes it very difficult for films because films take a minute to build up to then be released. Yeah. If everybody's on the time of watching, you know, the story, internet, internet, yeah, con- yeah. internet content, and internet shows that can be put together in a short period of time. Uh, then you know it, it has a lot quicker uh, response to it. That's not the way films are played out. Yeah, so that just reveals how shitty people are. That's all. L, what's the the fiftieth law series coming to Netflix? Yeah, the, uh, if y'all read the fiftieth law, that which is a great fucking book if you ever read it. Uh, but that's fifty cents, uh, like version of uh, the forty eight laws. laws of power. Um, and it's coming to Netflix, uh, produced, um, it's, it's him and um, Kenya, Kenya um, Bears. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, so they're uh, they're teaming up together to bring that as a series to I Netflix. like I like the balance that they could offer each other in their creative space. Completely. I like that a lot. Completely. I like that a lot. I'm excited about that. So that would probably be the thing that I was looking for with the uh, Tennessee thing. Like that would probably mm-hmm. be the variation do of how it. to Don't, well, br- bring it to the screen. Well, I'm glad you... Mentioned Tanahasi because it wasn't in our notes, but Tanahasi got is going to be the writer for the script for the new Superman. That's major. I, we all agreed that we didn't fuck with Superman. I thought that was awesome, mm-hmm. um, but Tanahasi getting to write it m- may be the only reason I go see it. Being honest with you, yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, you know Superman's a terrible character. Terrible. Fucking hate Superman. We gotta leave that as a cliffhanger. Don't explain why. Yeah. Uh, we got we got it because I think we're gonna get a lot of shit for that. You know, it'd be cool though if Superman somehow found the multiverse that Spider Man did, and there comes out to be like multiple Supermans. So then, like the multiple so he Superman can, so can sort of gang mul- up on his weak ass Superman, whip his ass. Hey, 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 hey! Cliffhanger. We'll talk about it next week. Oh, my bad. <laughs> we gotta lead up to it. It was ready to go in on Superman. <laughs> he was. You see the hand got stiff? Yeah, because it, it, it was working through it. It was, he was ready about to, go. to chop a style. Oh, and it it I, I, I just, I, I only, only reason I say cliffhanger because I got a feeling we're going to piss some people off with that, that Superman take. I feel like, so, I feel like a lot of niggas love Superman, oh, which yeah. is, I feel like is revealing of them. Fuck Superman. Okay, my bad. Um, did we miss anything? Nah. Nah. Um, yeah. Sorry to end so abruptly. We got to go to another production. Um, shout out, Janelle. We are on the way. Uh, but yeah, thank y'all for tuning in. Man, we'll see y'all next week. Love, love. Yes.